Hey guys, this is your host Marina. And this is your host Gabriella. And you're listening to <sighs> Lemons to Lemonade. Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like we haven't filmed in a couple days. It's been a week. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a, a while. Week. Yeah, we, we pre-recorded one episode. Whenever we come back from that like one week break, it's like feels weird just re-recording. Like we have yeah. to get in the groove of things. We're like, wait, what are we talking about? What are we saying? <laughs> How do we start this? Yeah. Uh, but today's episode is very lighthearted, very fun. We just didn't want to talk about anything serious. We just wanted to Chill make out. this. Yeah, Chill, you know, exactly. So, Relax. so anyways, how have you been? I've been good. Good. That, <laughs> you know I am. I'm always going through something. Um, but overall, okay. You know, I think I'm handling things well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Staying strong. Yes. That's <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm, I'm okay now. I think, like I told you, last week was hard for me. I, I went into a, a rut. Mm-hmm. I was sad. We, like, I think we only worked out one day last week or two days out of the whole week. When, like, the two weeks before that, we were, like, every day, every day, every day. So. Yeah. I mean, if you guys have listened to our previous episodes, um, Marina and I basically started to do this 30-day challenge. Yeah. Which, honestly, we were doing very, very Very well. well. Like, we were running every day and just, like, on top of our workouts but something happened last week. Last week was week three. I think we worked out Monday. Um, no, we didn't work out Monday. We took Monday off. Then we worked out Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday was going to be our run days. So yeah. our run days are hard because we have to run like four miles. Yeah. So we both kind of dread it. But I think it wasn't that we didn't want to physically do it. It was that we're both kind of going through similar situations. Yeah. So I think like... I didn't hit you up and you didn't hit me up. So we were just like, all right, I guess we're this week. Yeah. Last week was just not, not it for me, especially that, you know, I just was depressed. I mean, I don't want to say depressed, but I was just not in the right headspace. Yeah. Um, and I think especially coming out of, you know, now that here in California, quarantine is technically, over people can go do things but you're risking your health and you still have to wear that freaking mask that i personally cannot breathe wearing like i cannot breathe wearing that mask same so it's not like back to normal old life people still who are unemployed unemployed um so and that was big part of why i was anxious or sad last week is because i felt like a loser i felt defeated yeah so i mean that's very valid i think that for the time that i've known you like i don't normally see you sad because i think you're kind of the type of person that doesn't talk so much about what what's going on with you i think it's been more recently that i've been like almost like picking at you squeezing out of me yeah yeah. i've been really squeezing information out of her and i don't know i honestly don't know like how comfortable you are that i do that but no, I, I am that kind of person. It. No, no, I, I appreciate it. Because like you said, never I've never been the person who easily opens up. I don't really talk about my emotions. I don't really talk 
I know my emotions and I, I talk to myself a lot. That might sound crazy. I talk no, to no, myself no. a lot. That's a, that's a really good thing. And not in my head, but like out loud. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm in the car going through something, I'll talk to myself. If I'm in the bathroom, like I'll, I talk to myself a lot. Um, but yeah, I I usually never open up. I don't really tell people my emotions. It, I deal with it myself, but it's kind of refreshing that, you know, I have you and you're always like, willing to listen and help me and checking on me because there's a lot of people that don't do that and they don't Mm -hmm. care enough or not care enough they just be like okay you're fine cool i feel like people are just well i will say that i consider myself an empath yeah and this is something i was talking to my mom about the other day because i do feel like i I can really like sense people's like energy. So sometimes you may not even tell me anything. But you'll know. But I already know something's wrong. Like I instantly know something's up. I know if you're bothered or if you're uncomfortable. So I I do feel like there are a lot of people out there. So it is something I, I think is special in me that I am able to do that. Yeah. Um and I and I think that's the reason why I'm so adaptable. Like I have a lot of friends in different groups of people. And it's because I'm able to adapt to the people that I'm around and just like the the surroundings. So I did kind of like I, I always notice it and I feel like I notice it in you. And even though you may not be aware of it, like I already know if you're going through something. Yeah. I don't know if you're not up to doing something. Um, but I, I will always like kind of try and push you. Yeah. Like, even um i believe it was like friday night like i knew something was up with you but i was like let me see if i can get her out and just like your silence i knew you didn't want to go i was was like i just want to lay in bed and cry and do nothing yeah but you know it's funny like i i think that like when i talk to you like i already know the answer but sometimes i feel like you're almost like afraid to just say like oh i don't want to go or yeah Oh, I don't want to do this. And I think that's something that you should work on. A big, actually, that's one of my weaknesses is I don't know how to say no. Yeah. I, ever since I, I remember, ever since I was young, I just do not know how to say no to people. Like, if, like, people would ask me for help and I'm like, sure. And like, I don't really, but I just don't want to say no. So that's Mm -hmm. something I don't know how to just be assertive and be like, you know what? No, I can't go out. Or, you know what? No, I yeah it's just like i feel like i'm disappointing the person so Mm -hmm. it's just like hard for me to say no but it it is something that i need to work on yeah it's something good to learn um i can i have also struggled with saying no in the past and maybe not in every instance like you but um i've struggled with saying no to friends like going out or doing things like that yeah Sometimes someone wants to collaborate and I don't really like feel like our energies mesh. I don't know. Just whatever it may be. Um, I've had trouble also saying no. But I think the last couple of years, um, I've seen a lot of growth in myself in that. And just that's the reason why I've been able to accomplish a lot of things is because I've I've learned how to say no. Because yeah. sometimes sometimes you're not prioritizing yourself because you're doing so much for other people. And I'll say, like, even when I lived with my family, like, I was doing so much for my family yeah. that I barely had time for myself. So little by little, I've learned to to just kind of be honest. And you don't have to be like, no, I don't want to. Like, it doesn't have to be in that way. But you can just be like, you know, um, 
not really like i feel like staying home i'm not really in the mood for it like i'm not up for it and honestly like people do not take offense yeah and i think anyone who does then that's just their problem yeah but i would never take offense if you told me like oh i can't do this for you right now because i'm i'm like i don't even if it even if you're not doing anything but you just like don't feel good right yeah, now then yeah i would absolutely understand yeah yeah I mean, first of all, let's talk about how I there's definitely something in the air, right? Yeah. So the, I I do think it's I think the entire nation, right, is just kind of going through a lot because not only are we going through a pandemic, but we're also uh, going through all these like protesters and uh, Black Lives Matter police brutality. And so much violence. Like, I don't know about you, but every time I go on Twitter, it's like violence after violence. And it's straight on videos of things yeah. happening. Yeah. I mean, even think I, I, I read about Yemen, like something that's happening in Yemen oh. and how like the kids are starving and literally dying of starvation. Like all of those things, I think is amazing that we're bringing awareness to it. But I will say that for me, being it's an heavy. empath, that is is just too much heavy. to look at problem after problem and explicitly see videos uh, of of these things because these are videos and images that I'm never going to forget and see. Yeah. And while someone may look at this and be able to educate themselves and do something about it and move on with their lives. I am the kind of person that that image will stay in my head and I'll have nightmares about it and I won't be able to sleep yeah. and I'll be depressed about it um, just because I literally absorb yeah. that energy and it just, it really stresses me out. My personal problems and just like my personal things that I deal with, it's definitely a lot. Like yeah. I feel like this year has been rough and I am just like, God, give me a break. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when is this, when are we going to see the, I don't know, the, the other light side. at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this video yesterday not you that you brought Yemen and what's going on around the whole entire world, not just here in the United States or, you know, our little bubble where we live. It was this little girl who was um, being interviewed by a guy, right? They asked her, they're like, oh, what's your name? She said her name. They're like, where's your dad? She oh, said, died. And then she said when he died and she just was confused, started crying. I kid you not, I cried for 15, 10, 15 minutes straight. Are you talking about the little girl that they, that they asked her, um, have you eaten today? Yeah, yeah. Oh. This little girl, super pretty, like so cute. And God. and you can tell, like, she just gets sad. And at the moment she started crying, my heart broke. You know what was crazy about that video? Is that she was forcing herself to smile. smile. Oh, <gasps> that was so heartbreaking. Just thinking oh about it. Just thinking about it makes me sad. But you know what? After watching this video and after crying, I told myself, don't make yourself the victim. Don't just sit here and feel bad for yourself when things could be so much worse. And these, this girl right here, like you said, she's hasn't eaten. Her dad died in the middle of freaking war or whatever. And, and she's still smiling. So I think for me, it just was like, you don't you could have it worse and you don't and you have it to was be a, thankful an eye opener, yeah and sure. you have to be thankful don't but that video just 
Ooh, it was heavy. It's it was honestly heavy. really heartbreaking for me because as much as we want the world to be a better place, like sometimes I'm like, do we live in hell? <laughs> like, yeah. Like I really do. I really do sometimes believe that because as beautiful as life can be and there's obviously amazing things in the world and and a lot of positivity, a lot of great things. But when so much of the world and its negativity and its cruelty and just like evil is portrayed and just being exposed on social media, you realize like while we're living our everyday lives with our problems there are people who are losing their family members there are people who are starving to death there are kids who have no home like it's just it makes you feel helpless definitely change needs to happen and I'm at least even though it is a lot I'm not gonna say that I wanted to stop I just I just think that for myself I've had to be like okay we got to take a step back and not be on Twitter so much because um, this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot to take in. And I think in the beginning uh, of the, you know, the first week of Black Lives Matter, like that was also a lot. But I think it's been now it's like adding on more mm-hmm. things like we haven't recovered yet. Yeah. It's just so many, so many different things being like exposed that I'm like. I don't know. You, you're just like, what is real? What is not? You know, what yeah. can I trust and what I can't? And yeah. I don't know. We've definitely got to take care of your mental health while all of this is happening. Yeah. And try to stay sane and not let that negativity be the only thing we focus on because there is a lot of good. Um, and then we just got to do our best to try to create change, whether it's donating or I've been signing so many petitions. I don't, every petition I look at, I'm like signing it, signing it, signing it. Yeah. I feel like someone's going to send me a letter like, all right, bitch. Stop. <laughs> yeah. But, um. So what do you, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel anxious, when you're just over all, you know, what's in your life or what's out there and, you know, in the world, what do you do? What's Gabby's happy place? Well, um, honestly, for me, it really helps just being with my family or talking to my family. So when I'm having a bad day, like I normally just pick up the phone and I call my parents because um, obviously I don't live with them. They live in Florida and North Carolina. So um, it's a little difficult right now because I can't see them. And normally I don't go this long without visiting them. But because of the pandemic, I have had to stay here just because my parents are older and I can't expose them. Yeah. But just talking to them always brightens my day or talking to my sisters or my nieces. Like, I don't know. It just brings me home and kind of takes my mind off of things. And even doing our workouts has really, really helped me too. It just, I've felt so much better about myself. Yeah. And it's improved my mood and and i mean it's scientifically proven that working out improves your mood so yeah i always work out you know that that's like my go-to thing uh but it is hard when i'm having a really hard time like this yeah these past few days um i will say that i am depressed i am but it's not something that's new to me i've dealt with depression since i was like i don't know maybe like 
11, 10. When did I move to the United States? Yeah. So um, depression is something that I've like learned to live with. And I, I go through my bouts of not having it and my bouts of having it. And as I get older, this this is also has been kind of uh, an eye opener to me too. And just kind of like made things make sense is that lately I've been speaking to my mom a lot and um, I'm so grateful because I've always trusted my mom with just talking to her Mm -hmm. about my problems and what I'm going through. But I feel like lately I've been able to open up to her in a way that I've never had. You're getting, yeah, you're growing. Right. And I've been able to just like tell her all these things and it's felt very, very good that I don't really have to explain to her so much. She just understands. Yeah. And I think I I've really I really appreciate that right now because um there has been a lot of times in in the past where I've bottled up my problems and I've been very very good at asking for help. Yeah. I'm also doing therapy right now, uh which is another outlet that's helping me. Um and whenever I'm having like a super rough day, I'll ask the therapist, like I'll tell her what's happening. And then she kind of just gives me advice or, or just tells me like, look at it this way or this is what it is. And it just helps normalize it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Um, but what I wanted to say about my mom was that lately she's been she's been very worried about the whole pandemic. Yeah. So uh, my my mom is in her 50s and my dad is is probably the one that's more at risk uh but because they work together and they're in the same you know she just worries about my dad so much and mm-hmm. she worries about all of us period yeah she is the kind of person that worries that's where you get lot. it from mm-hmm. and i've always known that about my mom but i never knew that that was anxiety i just thought that my yeah. mom worries a lot i don't know I never even understood what anxiety was until I started going to therapy and I was told that I have a lot of anxiety or that I experience anxiety. And so I've never openly talked about anxiety with my parents. Um, I have told them if I'm going through something, if I'm sad. Uh, But lately, my mom has just kind of like been telling me things and I think as as I hear her explaining what she's going through, I realized that we are very similar Mm. and she goes through a lot of what I go through. And so I did read that, that anxiety and depression, things like that can be hereditary, but I just never knew that. I don't know. I I guess now like we are starting to relate so much. Yeah. Yeah. So she has told me about some incidents where she has almost fainted or like felt like she couldn't breathe. Yeah. And as I asked her, like, okay, well, how do you feel? And what is it that you feel? And what led up to that? Or how do you feel every day? Like, what is it that you think, you know, is happening? Mm-hmm. And she just feels like sometimes she'll get, like, super, like, uh, really bad migraines, which I you also always do, too. Get, yeah. So I was able to kind of, like, tell her, like, Mom, you know, you, you, you have, have anxiety. anxiety. And she's like, well, what is that? And that's the lack of education in our cultures. Mental health is 
non-existent it's non-existent you got to put on a face and be like oh i'm yep. fine oh i'm fine yeah because we're we're taught that like you're having a bad day and you just suck it be up positive yeah. about it yeah but i think that at least acknowledging it makes you understand it more yeah yeah and i was shocked that she didn't really know much about it and i was like i think you had a panic attack and she's like, well, how does that feel? And I've only had a panic attack once. Mm. But I was able to kind of describe it to her. And she was like, yeah, that's how I felt. And she's been having a lot of them. She's oh. had at least four or five panic attacks and since the pandemic started. And it's because she has this huge fear. And it's I told her, mm-hmm. like, mom, this is irrational fear. Yes, there's a pandemic. Yes, like we have to be careful, but she is being careful. She's being overly careful. Yeah. So I I think they're fine. But that irrational fear and that anxiety has made her, you know, like burst into these panic attacks where she almost feels like she can't breathe. And I did see her experience one when I was there, but I thought something was going on, maybe like her blood sugar or I don't I don't know. I never put it together. Until that recently, she's been really telling me how, you know, she worries. She has trouble sleeping. And I'm like, wow. I get this from my mom. And she gets this from her mom. Yeah. Because she told me how her mom dealt with that, too. So it doesn't fix anything, but it it just. I don't know. I I guess knowing that. Yeah, yeah, I guess knowing that kind of helps me that. This is like something that a lot of people experience and I can get through it if I learn how to cope with it. Yeah. And I I think from talking to you about it, I feel like you're you're doing the right thing by acknowledging the issue and talking to someone about it and um, trying to fix it rather than just shoving it down, shoving it down, shoving it down until, you know, you have a panic attack or you blow up or you just can't handle yourself. So I think that's a really good advice that you set an example you have an issue you know you have an issue don't just sleep on it like go do what makes you happy um talk to a therapist talk to a family member whatever it is that will give you comfort and will answer your questions like that's something that you should do yeah yeah and there's also other ways too like i know sometimes you can't afford therapy or you can't talk to your family members but there are books. Yeah. There are tons of information out there that you can just read, you know, like at least kind of trying to understand what yeah. you're experiencing puts it in a different perspective. Yeah. I had a I had an important call this morning and I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Gabby, I've never been this nervous in my <laughs> life. And before the call, 10 minutes before the call, it was, I think it was like 15 minutes before the call, I set a 10 minute timer I played some like meditation music or whatever and closed my eyes for 10 minutes and was like, calm, let my, let my Palo Santo. And I was like, calm down, Marina, calm down, calm down. I started meditating ever since we started the podcast because you you talked about it a lot and you told us how it helped you. And I started implementing that into my life or when I feel anxious or, or uh, nervous or anything like that. And I kid you not. As soon as those 10 minutes were over, I felt so good. I felt like 
I wasn't nervous anymore. I wasn't anxious anymore. I was just calm. I was mellow and I was ready to take on the call. Um, so for me, I feel like that's something that it's free. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do it. You don't really need much. All you need is your phone and yourself. And it gives you so much peace of mind. Yeah. And that, and I'm really glad that you, that you felt better. Um, I've, I've also had instances too where like, I'm like, all right, I need to relax. And you almost feel like you can't relax. Right. Yeah. But your nerves were just like so many thoughts at once. My legs were shaking. Yeah. That you needed to like center yourself and be like, all right, like breathe. I got this. Yeah. It's just a conversation. Yeah. I'm going to have. Yeah. Just don't get in your, don't get in your head. Don't get in your own head. Anyways, on a lighter note, we said this episode would be juicy, but, um, you know, there's always got to be some realness in yeah. every episode. Yeah, we got to tell you guys how it is. So um, what else? What else has been happening? What's going on? Um, well, there's been a couple things happening on Twitter. Lots of things, actually. Oh, yeah. Gabby is like our, our Twitter expert here. Honestly, I really need to like relax because... Twitter, cut Gabby a check. <laughs> Honestly, dude. I mean, it, it'll be like 12 a.m. and I'm here scrolling on Twitter like... For why? I don't know. For what? I have no idea. Like, I'm just... Yeah, it's I don't your know. new source. Yeah, I'm, like, hungry to see more. Um, But the latest, the latest of the latest, this is actually very juicy. And I hope... Well, I know I doubt I will get in trouble about this, but... um, Actually, this is kind of like a person that is friends with some of my friends, so... No offense here, girl. We're just trying to talk about some juicy stuff. All right, so I don't know if you heard about B. Simone. Do you know who B. Simone is? Uh, yeah, she's like a, I think she started out as a comedian or something. Like, she's yeah. the girl that says, I don't have a boyfriend. I want she a boyfriend. She doesn't say it like that. I don't know, but she talks about her boyfriend. She goes, uh, you're my boyfriend or something like that. Anyways, this girl needs a boyfriend, and uh, I think Dang, she need a. <laughs> I think that's how she she got her fame, and then she went on Wild and Out, and then yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I liked her, I did. I haven't kept up with her ever since, but I remember the first couple of videos um, that I ever saw of hers. And she's just like very loud and like yeah. outspoken, and I don't know. I thought she was hilarious, and I I do think she's funny. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, she's been to Wild and Out, and so now she has uh, become an entrepreneur, and she started a business. I um, mean, let's not use that term loosely, boo boo. Oh, okay, dang. let's not use that term Marina loosely. Shade. I, I mean, I don't know her personally. But I feel like if you're going to call yourself an entrepreneur, you can't have any scams going on. Well, there are many, there are many, there are many entrepreneurs with scams. Are you kidding me? Kylie Jenner. Oh, that's a whole story, man. That's a whole story. That's a whole story. That is the biggest of scams. That's a whole story. I'm just kidding. Let me stop. I do, I do like Kylie. She cute, you know, she, she do (laughs) She's getting the bag. I can't even, you know. Get the bag, sis. Get the bag, sis. Anyway, so B. Simone uh, recently released with a book. She released a book about manifesting your life. So that's kind of like a big part of her brand. 
She talks about just manifesting your dreams and making them a reality. So she created a workbook where she was sharing her secrets, sharing what she did to manifest her dreams and goals. And this book is supposed to help you manifest Become your goals. Become a millionaire as well, yeah. So um, the first couple things, first of all, let's just talk about the fact that like my girl, B. Simone, I feel so bad for her because she has gone through so much lately. Yeah. I just feel like she has been trending the, the past couple days on Twitter and it's just been like one thing after the other. And the first thing being, you know, her saying on Wild and Out that she basically said that she didn't want to date a guy that had a nine to five. Oh, yeah, the video. Yeah, yeah. she had a whole video. Yeah, okay, keep going. Keep so going. basically, she's saying, you know, I don't want to date a guy that, that, you know, that works a nine to five. Like, I want. I want a hustler. She's like, I don't care if you're a drug dealer, which at that part, I was like, I was with her until she said that part because I was like, girl, I'm not trying to date no drug dealer. But basically, she's like, I want a hustler, somebody that's got their own business, that's going to understand why I'm up at like 3 a.m. answering emails, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, she had a lot, you know, she had a lot coming for her because a lot of people have nine to fives. So like yeah. the majority like, of people yeah. have nine to fives. So they, a lot of people took that to offense Fence. and they were like, well, what's wrong with a nine to five? Like, that's just the time frame. but there's, that doesn't mean that you're not getting paid well. Like there are people who have a nine to five that are getting paid more than people who have their own business. Yeah. So there's a lot of shade there. And I will say that I kind of, I kind of agree, but I disagree. I just feel like she didn't word it correctly. Yeah, I think she, yeah maybe like exactly. the way that she says things can be. But but that's the thing. That's her brand, right? She's like, she speaks her mind and she just says it however she wants to say it. Yeah, and I mean, everyone has like their own opinion. Everyone has their freedom of speech. If you want to date a nine to five, cool. If I don't want to date a nine to five, cool. It's my life. It's not like you're the one dating in my life. That's mm-hmm. just it, what it is, period. But... I feel like you said the way she worded it was just wrong. Um, And you just basically she made it sound like anyone who has a nine to five is not successful and you're a loser and and you're not up to her million dollar standard. And it's like a lot of people who have jobs that are nine to five are successful, too. But of course, I get I think it was for her was like her lifestyle wouldn't be able to match with a person who works a nine to five. For example, at any moment, she can get up and go. If she wants to go somewhere, she can easily book a flight and go. And she said that. But a person who works a nine to five has to put in their vacation, has to give has, a two week know. in advance, has mm-hmm. to make sure there's coverage or the work is done. So I understand where she's coming from. I think she just went about saying it in the wrong way. And I just feel like if you're about to get offended, then you just shouldn't because it's it's not about you you're not the one dating her yeah uh, honestly yeah i she could have been like you know i, I want to date a guy that's an entrepreneur because we're gonna have the same mindset yeah. period that's it yeah she needs to go all about that but i mean i don't know if she says things this way because she wants that attention because that's kind of like her, her brand, brand of yeah. being like saying whatever she wants to say uh, but obviously she got a lot of shade and that's just one of the things, you know, she also kind of got backlash 
during the Black Lives Matter. But I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, the recent scandal, the big Dun-tun-tun. scandal, is that someone, I don't know who found this, but oh my God, they have unleashed so much. But basically, they found that a lot of the, the content on her book is plagiarized. And there were screenshots posted of different pages on the workbook that were literally copied like word to the for team. word it was like sis was like copy and paste i saw one where it's literally the same font same everything she didn't even same she didn't design, even yeah she didn't even questions. change anything um i didn't know about this until you showed me mm-hmm. and i am shocked because i know i've seen posts about her on the shade room about how she made a million dollars and it was a big deal for her and she was like thank you guys for buying my book and me as a person who is very interested in the top topic of manifestation and law of attraction to be honest i was very tempted to buy the book i'm a sucker for things like that like things where of you know of course if you tell somebody like Hey, look, I'm going to share all the secrets of everything I did to become successful. Of course, people want to know. Yeah. Uh, but knowing and seeing that she copy pasted into her book, um, I would I would want my money. But you, the video you showed me. You want me, your money back? Yeah, I would want my money back. Yeah. And uh, you showed me the her apology video or it wasn't really much of an apology. It was just we put the books on hold you can't buy them anymore because but she said that she outsourced them so she didn't write her like if this is your story how did you outsource someone to write your book for you like how does that even make sense yeah basically she said um you know some of the things on the book were outsourced and she's like i i'm not gonna i'm gonna take accountability because i'm the ceo i'm the owner i'm the brand strategist creator director but i was not aware that this happened and honestly here's here's the thing i don't think uh, i don't think the girl should get canceled right because i think as humans like we make mistakes and there are people who do worse things i just think that a lot of people use this entrepreneur term very loosely, but then they don't have the etiquette to, and the etiquette and the ethics to create a legitimate business where you are actually providing value to your customers and you're selling something that's actually going to either help them or be of good quality, et cetera. So to me, I think as a business owner, it is a little bit annoying because I do know that maybe I don't have a book, but I have a clothing brand and I spend a lot of money creating my products. Yeah. And whenever I make something, I kid you not, I will spend months trying to create something until I'm like, okay, this is up to my standard. This is worth the money that I am asking for. Yeah. And until I have that, I am not going to release something, even though it takes forever to source out fabric, to source out materials. And I just think that that's that's what separates people who actually create a mark in this world, in the business world, and the people that don't. Uh, Because if you're going to create a company and you're going to sell a product, you need to be responsible and 
just be a good person. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I can say so many things about different companies like Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Thing, and a ton of other fast fashion companies who have no ethics and they just create products and their only goal is to make money. Yeah. They don't care to, uh, you know, take care of the world, to create products that are uh, sustainable. They don't care to create products that are good for people. They just want to mass produce and pay people minimum wage or less than minimum wage and make their money and go. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a really big lesson for B. Simone. This is going to be um, for her, I think, just like a learning curve for her to understand that you cannot sell a product and act like you didn't know what the content was in it. You're an exactly. author. This is a book. Yeah. You know what I mean? How... I, I can't imagine myself creating a book, which is something that I do have in my future. I'm pretty sure I'm going to write a book one day. And I kid you not, like, I for sure am going to write that book from start to finish. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. A lot of the books we read, especially from people who aren't really, you know, established authors, you know, like... They have editors. Like, yeah. Of course. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. If I were to write a book, I would need more than one editor. Uh, my vocabulary isn't, you know, the strongest. My grammar isn't the best, but that is fine. But having content that's actually not yours, like it's plagiarism. It? Yeah, it's, it's plagiarism. Or she said that these inside this book, there are some tools that I've used that, you know, led me to where I am in life today, which is cool. Let's say you've used this, you know, uh, page that tells you 10 things you love about yourself and how, you know, positive affirmation. Give credit to where credit is due. Like, imagine, and that's happened to you before. If someone steals your design and does not give you credit and makes millions off your back, bro. I'm going to be pissed. An entrepreneur oh, to an entrepreneur pissed. that is not okay. Like It's not. No, no. Especially because a, a lot of those people were smaller content creators. But here's the thing. I looked at some of these worksheets and they were not anything that you really could like needed to copy. Yeah. They were things that you could have made up on your own. Yeah. You could have switched it up. L really? 10 positive affirmations. You don't think you could have come up with a different design? Yeah than the exact same design as a planner. I just think that's just, it's ignorant. Honestly, it's ignorant. And I think for her being the CEO that she says, she has to uh, understand that everything, and this doesn't even just go to her, but everyone. It's something I've learned myself. Everything you attach your name to, you have to think about this is your reputation. This is going to be like if I'm going to put my name on something, bro, that like I better fucking love it. Yeah. Otherwise, if something happens, that is my name. Yeah. And then my whole credibility goes to shit. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. You've been working. You've been working on what you're releasing next with AVO and. I'm seeing the pro the process and it's not like a oh look this is it's what whatever you want to release next it's taking s half a year almost more yeah. than half a year for you to make sure the fabric is good make sure the coloring is good make sure the font every little detail you're on top of it yeah because your name is attached and to everything it. gets approved by me like there's nothing that's gonna be like 
oh, my team I blame this, it my on, team that. Yeah, yeah, like, no, I will take 100% accountability. You're right. I fucked up if I did fuck up. Yeah. How can I possibly release a book and not know all of the contents of it? Yeah, that's that was that was really bad on her end. And I I don't know if anybody will ever trust her. And I don't know how she's going to recover from it. Uh, but, I feel like in time, in time, maybe she's just going to have to like work hard to get that trust back because I'm sure she lost a lot of customers. Yeah, yeah. Because fans, you can have a ton of fans, but paying customers is a whole different. Whole That's why when you're when you have a business, every transaction counts. When we get when somebody buys from us, we need to make sure that that experience is a one otherwise that customer gets upset and that's already a reason for them not to buy from us again yeah so as a business you want a customer to buy from you love what they bought from you love the experience and continues you know continue buying from you even refer to their friends and that's how business grows yeah but if you keep losing customers for mistakes like not creating your own content that you're selling I mean, I'm a pray for old girl. She'll yeah. be all right. I think yeah. with time, she will learn her lesson. And I I think it's just another, you know, people yeah. just try to cancel people so quickly. But we all make mistakes. This was a very big one. And today's news become yesterday's news. Exactly. So, someone else is going to mess up and then she's going to have a break and someone else is going to be on the hot seat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. We forgot to do our favorite segment. Oh, what's in your cup? What's in your cup? Well, first of all, I already drink everything that's in my cup. I it drink mine too. Apple juice from Trader Joe's. Dude, I have been obsessing over Trader Joe's lately. Um, so I went grocery shopping with Gabby a couple of weeks ago and, uh, she put me on that bomb ass sure yogurt, did. the bread, the chicken, the, um, this little toast bread cracker thing. Like, yeah, yeah she, she on- put me on Trader Joe's stuff. Honestly, Trader Joe's has some good stuff and I, I don't know. It's been my, it's, it's been my go-to place to grocery yeah. shop, but I've like I've read so much about Trader Joe's, right? Like I've read how a lot of the products they have other brands, like there are other brands that they just like slap. An, I did not name. know that. Yeah, I, I didn't did know that know. either. But basically, like let's say the almond milk maybe has a whole different branding on it, but it may be like silk, and we have no idea. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but they were. I was reading about how, why it works so well, and I think it's genius. Like I just I. I think it's so genius, and I don't know. I just hope to be that genius one day. But basically, they were talking about, like, why is Trader Joe's, like, so, like, why do people obsess over it so much, and why is it becoming, like, the favorite place to grocery shop? If when you go to Trader Joe's, there's a lot of things you can't find, right? Yeah, it's, it's very small. Right, so they were saying how they, the fact that there are less things to choose from Oh. which is so true and i think the last the last time i went to grocery shop i realized that and i was like it's kind of nice though because there isn't that overwhelming amount of choices like when you go to walmart yeah. or you go to ralph's or your local Publix, yeah, right yeah there's usually there's a tons of different brands for one product and so you spend a lot more time there's a lot more product on the aisles 
She spent a lot more time going through the aisles and just like trying to find things as opposed to Trader Joe's keeps it very small and contained like, hey, this is what we got. You better like it or not, you know, and they do offer choices, but there aren't that many. And because there also aren't that many products in the store, when you grocery shop, it's it's more of like an easier Easier. like, right, you go and you get out like it's not. Yeah. You don't spend that much time. When I go to Rouse, I spend like two hours in there. Because you're just going out through aisle and aisle looking at every... I never thought about that, but that's so true. At Trader Joe's, there's not much options or it's just like, you want bread? There's like two different brands. That's it. Choose yeah, which like, one you want and move on with your life. Yeah. Exactly. But they were also uh, saying how they do a really good job at sourcing out products that people love. Mm. So even though you don't have a lot of choices... They have choices that they know you will like. Yeah. And I think that's genius. Well, we went on a little tangent, but that's okay. Uh, Our next topic is actually something that I think is very, very interesting. um, Just because it's not really talked about much. Um, And that topic is a girl code. Ooh. Yeah. That's juicy. So... I feel like no, the girl code you're not taught, but it's just kind of like an unspoken rule. Like you know, if you break up with your boy, I can't go and date him. Like um, you don't if you have if you don't like that girl, I can't like her. Like all these things. So I feel Do like you think that, and that's what I think. Do I, you think that? No, come on, let's talk. Okay, about that's it. what I want us to do. So you I want us. If I don't, okay. So if you don't, okay. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. She's getting excited. Cause. I don't agree. Okay, with let's that. Ju- let's just go. Let's go. Let's go with our with two or three uh, rules from the girl code, and let's see if we agree with them and or we don't. And um, what are views? Because I feel like everyone's different. Since, like I said, these rules are not written; they're just unspoken rules. So the first one, um, dating. You have a man. Oh, you- I want to go back to that other one. Well, you we're said. gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. All right, fine. Be patient. So dating. The rule is, if you have a boyfriend, a man, and you break up with him, your friend cannot go and date him. Is of that course. true or false? 100%. Okay. If you're my friend and you get with my man, I'm beating your ass, period. I don't care. Okay, I agree. I think that is just a a given one. We do not cross that line. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but the whole thing with call call her daddy or whatever with that podcast with the two girls, the hosts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me a little bit about so it. So they were, I don't really, I've only like listened to one. It's just not my kind of podcast, but I only listened to one episode. Uh, but they were two best friends. They've built this empire, well-known people. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole podcast is about girl code and fuck this guy don't let guys get between you and your girl uh you it's like women empowerment like you get like i don't know if it's about women empowerment more it's like um yeah it's very sexual which i mean you do you boo boo but hashtag you do you boo boo exactly but the girl ended up getting with the with her man her co-host yeah with her co-host ex and uh the whole show is gone that sucks well, one person is now the host, but the both both I friends mean, are not friends anymore. Can we just talk about the fact that of their whole podcast and like their ideals and morals together? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. what did you expect? Exactly. You also have to understand, right? If you have friends that are sleazy and 
you know, a little no, out there, yeah, yeah. then you can expect something like that. But I would say, like, I don't expect that to ever happen from any of my friends. Like, yeah. I would be very shocked, shocked yeah. if any of my friends got with my ex. So I think I would probably beat their ass because I was shocked. Yeah. But I highly doubt that would ever, like, really happen to me. Um, Maybe with a friend that I, maybe, like, a loose friend, like, a, you know, somebody but that not I, like, like a, a tight friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Okay. But who knows? It it actually happens. Yeah. Then the girl code I want to talk about is if you, if your friend doesn't like a girl. Oh, does yeah. Does that mean you can't be friends with her? Okay. Go ahead. You tell me your side. So personally, I feel like no. Like, for example, if me and Gabby, uh, let's say me and Gabby and one of our other friends, right? It's three of us. And me and Gabby have a disagreement about something. Then, and we just decide to not be friends anymore. I don't think that girl should not talk to me or you. But if I disrespect you and I go, let's say, date your man or or scam you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then in that case, no, you 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 should side with the right person. You should side with the person that didn't cause any harm. But if it's like a little issue, like we got in a disagreement, I was like, you know what? I think we should go our separate ways. But nobody did anything wrong. We just, you know, there's no more chemistry, I guess, in this friendship. friendship. Yeah. Then, yeah, makes sense. But no, if if it's just, if it's over something little, no, I think we can all still be friends. But if it's, if it's over something that's actually big, then no, sis. Do not talk to her. Okay, so we kind of do agree. I mean, like you said, it depends on the situation. Yeah. Unless this girl personally did some fucked up shit to me. Yeah. I, I could care, care less if you're her friend. But here's my thing, right? I don't normally have beef like that with girls. Yeah, yeah. That's same. why I'm like, eh. But I have been friends with many girls that just have beef with everyone. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to not be friends with someone. You literally don't like anyone. So I have had friends that they like beef over the dumbest shit. Like whatever it may be, it's just dumb. You yeah. know, it's like they don't like each other for what? For no reason. Like the littlest things, right? The the smallest things. So I actually used to kind of follow that rule before when I was younger where if my friend didn't like you, then I would just... I, it's not that I didn't like you, but I already, like, had all these... Impressions. All and, these... Yeah. yeah all this uh, other... Um, I, assumptions. I would already have assumptions of you, right? And as I got older, I realized that people are immature, and sometimes insecurity creates issues that are not even there. So I just... Nowadays, I'm like, if you have a problem with someone, that is between you two. I'm not part of it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because I've been in the middle of people's issues way too much. And I literally have done nothing and then still get, you know, still get drama somehow because I am like friends with someone. So I think it's like, I don't know, that's too immature. I'm like, I'm a grown woman. I'm friends with whoever I'm friends with. Yeah. Unless somebody like personally did something that was really messed up, then I probably won't trust that friend. And I and especially if they did something really messed up, because then I would feel like, damn, they're going to do something like that to me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, mm -mm. I could be friends with whoever I want. 
Exactly. I think it's time to end this episode. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We always love talking to you and, and you know, hopefully we've brightened your day. Make sure you guys follow us on our Instagram at Lemon Lemonade Show. Yes, and also follow our personal Instagrams at Gabriella Bandy and at 20 Marina. And remember, remember when, when life, life gives, gives you lemons, you, lemons, you make, make lemonade. lemonade.